welcome to In Your Business with Michael Sayer, a production of CUI Wealth Management. Today, we had a lot of fun chatting with Jordan Bogard from Eddie HR. We talked not just about leadership and HR management and giving back to others, but also work ethic and how that can be taught to your children. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Today we have a special guest. We have invited Jordan Bogard with Eddie HR. Jordan, why don't you go ahead and give us a quick introduction about yourself? Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Michael, for uh, taking time to, to reach out to me. Uh, excited to speak with you guys today. Jordan Bogard, I'm married. I have four kids. They are definitely my why, I guess you would say. And so everything I do is for them. I've been in the payroll and HR space for a long time. I worked at ADP here in Utah and ran their small business division. Um, I opened up three states for Heartland Payroll and HR, and then I even took an adventure and, and started my own payroll and HR company before I merged with Eddie. But uh, I was just super passionate about the space, passionate about, you know, the team they built out, their CTO they had brought on, and just really excited to kind of help build out our own proprietary software to, to help the small to medium-sized businesses. And so love this payroll and HR space and working with customers and excited to chat with you today and, and see uh, how we can help you guys out if there's anything we can do for you. Jordan, I think we met up when you were over at Heartland. So I've known you for several years now. Not to make you blush, but one of the things that I've always admired about you is that you're always looking out for other people, that you're always trying to find ways to serve. What makes you so passionate about trying to find ways to serve others? Oh, geez, that's a, a good question. I guess, uh, I guess you could say I'm a, a huge believer in karma, right? I mean, I've had a lot of great mentors and people in my life that have helped me out. And so I'm always trying to give back and do whatever I can to help them out. And I guess I'm an open book. I told you that before we even started this podcast, but you know, I'll get, I'll get a little bit personal with you. So I was, I was in a head on car collision over 13 years ago. And so it was two weeks after my wife and I got married, we'd been married two weeks, right? I got struck head on by a car both cars going 60 miles an hour. So it was 120 mile impact. I spent almost three months in the ICU. I, I had everything go wrong that could go wrong. They put me in a chemically induced coma. I broke my femur, shattered my ankle, broke my arm and just had, you know, some horrible things happen to me. But the thing that I realized is that little things don't matter. It doesn't matter if you don't have the money to pay for things because I saw like my wife's grandparents come in and pay my mortgage. I saw people come in and take care of me. And so I would say that's probably where it truly inspired me to do whatever I can to help other people. And so as you've seen on like LinkedIn, I think my hashtags always at the end, you know, how can I help you? But uh, it's, it's what I want to do, right? I believe that uh, if you help other people out, it's going to come back to you full fold and that uh, just, it feels good to take care of people. So I guess that's kind of where it all started from. One thing that I've also really admired about you as well is you've got a really awesome and very strong work ethic. How's that come about? Why are you so focused on and so driven on your goals? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great question. I, I would say it stems back, you know, I always relate it back to experiences in my life, right? When I was a kid, I, I was forced to work hard. <laughs> my dad, great guy. I mean, he, he taught me how to work hard because he started a company. He had a, a floor cleaning business. And so in that industry, I mean, you essentially have to clean the stores before they open, which is at the crack of dawn, like at four in the morning or after they close, right? After nine, 10 o'clock at night. And I was cleaning, you know, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Smith's, Albertson's, different construction, like, uh, like lumber stores and stuff like that. When I was 13, we're, we probably shouldn't talk about breaking child labor laws, but uh, my dad would make me wake up at four o'clock in the morning and he would drag me to the stores and 
have me help him clean him and, and put just kind of that work ethic in me. And so ever since I was a little kid, I've been getting up early and, and learning that hard work pays off. And, you know, I've always had the, the mindset that, you know, if I want something, I could earn it. And so I remember at age 13, I'm like, I'm going to buy a car when I turn 16. And so, you know, I put forth that work ethic and put money aside and was able to pay cash for a, a 1987 uh, Honda Accord. And I thought it was like the coolest thing ever because it had like the That's little awesome. lights that flipped up. It had, you know, it was a stick shift. I thought it was a sports car because, you know, you're young, 16, stuff like that. But, you know, just, just having that work ethic and knowing that if you want something, you can earn whatever you want if you work hard enough for it. And so I'd say that's kind of where it all started from. My dad forced me to get up at the crack of dawn and, and clean floors. I know what we were talking before we started. That's one of the things I'm trying to, you know, find ways to instill in, in my kids is the importance of work ethic. I wish I knew the best way to do that, but I, I think that's such an important lesson. And I, I think that's great that your dad helped you learn that. There's a big difference between those people who are willing to put in the work and those people who feel like, you know, life should be handed to them. And I think there's, there's a lot of great things in life that, that come to us. And there's a lot of things that, a lot of blessings that we sometimes don't recognize, but there's still a lot that has to be said about getting down and getting a little dirt under your fingernails and doing a little bit of hard work to get to where you need to be. It's hard now that I'm a father and have four kids. I mean, I feel like I'm getting older every day. I, was, I, I look at the calendar now and I, I turn 40 next year and I'm like, holy cow, what have I accomplished? What I want to accomplish? I mean, and so to, to look at my kids and, and focus on how I can benefit them, I, I would say that's my true focus. But it's tough. I mean, uh, and I think every parent would probably say this, like it's, it's not the same as when we were kids, you know, with technology and uh, all the, the troubles and things that are whispered in their ears right now with with social media and stuff like that, it's kind of scary, but, you know, I, I still try and still in my kids to, to do what's right. Right. You know, to make good choices. And if you guys want to earn something, you can, like I'll, I'll help them with whatever they want. And so when my boy comes to me and he tells me he wants a new mountain bike or something like that, I'm like, dude, buddy, I, I would love to get you a new mountain bike, but I'm not going to just go out there and buy it for you. You're, you're going to earn half of it. And so he'll come and ask me what chores you can do or what jobs you can do or how he can earn different extra money. And we'll put together a game plan that works out great. But, uh, Hopefully those small little values that I'm trying to instill in them work. So it's a tough, it's a tough situation to, to try and be the, the best parent you can to, to teach kids how to work hard and to earn things, you know? So how do you deal with your kids? What do you, what do you do, Michael? I always say, I'll, I'll meet you halfway. When my kids want something, I'll be like, great, you know, I'm happy to help, but you need to put in a little bit of effort too. They're at the age where there's a lot of things that easily please them, right? So, oh yeah, <laughs> um, which I should be grateful for where they're at right now. Right now, their their big thing is, you know, they feel like they're rich to to go and choose whatever they want from the dollar store, right? So, I try to help them earn their their money and earn being able to go and and purchase something for themselves. And even if it's something a little bit more, if they're you know wanting to get a book or if they're wanting to get a bike or, or whatever it may be, my two cents is, Hey, I'm happy to help, but let's, let's meet somewhere. Like, and sometimes they'll kind of put that back on me too, you know, Hey, can you grab this for me? Yeah. I'll, but I'll meet you halfway. So <laughs> anyways, it's, it's good though. Yeah. Kids um, are the best. I love when they throw it back at yeah. you. I know. You teach them, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. So switching gears a little bit here, sure. I feel like a lot of the listeners are, in leadership, um, in business management, in HR, 
what uh, value or insight would you give to them? I think we're in a unique situation with the, the COVID, right? There was a, an, obviously the, the horrible pandemic that we're, we're going through right now as, a, as an entire nation, but uh, specifically, obviously, I'm from Utah. I mean, luckily, we're, we're still thriving, right? We're doing well. The, the housing market's crushing it. You can't list a house without selling it in two or three days. Uh, mortgage rates are, are extremely low, but uh, I would still say there's still a ton of employees that, that lost jobs, right? There's a lot of people that are kind of lost and not knowing which direction to go. And so it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning, right? Like, you know, how can I help you? How can we benefit them? And so as we bring on new employees, I mean, some of them that we're hiring right now could have been out of work for, you know, six, seven months now, uh, if we go back to the start of COVID. And so there's a lot of things that they could use help with, whether it's, you know, they got behind on their mortgage or they got behind on this. And so I would say as these new employees come on, like, just show them how much you truly appreciate them. Um, I would say help them know that you care that, you know, they're, that you're a good human being and you're doing everything you need to help them out above and beyond work. And so I would say like, as the, these new employees are coming on to build that relationship with them and get to know them and find out like what really drives them. And if you can develop them at that starting age, especially some of these employees that are coming off of unemployment or, you know, whatever it may be, I think you can really build someone that will help you build your company as well. Right. So as you build their character and help them become the best employee they can be, they're going to love what you've done for them. And they're going to, it's going to go back to that karma, right? They're going to push harder for you. They're going to work harder for you. They're going to help your company grow and they're going to trust you more than anyone else. And so I would say like right now, as we're kind of bringing on these new employees to just, just really take care of them, get to know them a little bit, find out what they struggle with, find out what motivates them and push them in that direction. And it's just going to benefit you at the same time as you kind of help have them build your company and, maybe becoming a future leader for your company and adding new employees and doing the exact, the exact same thing, right? If you think about the life cycle, with, as I talked about my dad and how he taught me how to work hard, if we can do that with our employees and, and bring them on and show them we truly care and how to work hard and get rewarded for it, I think it's going to change kind of the culture of your company and kind of the way things are right now. And hopefully we won't have as many people that are jumping jobs every six to 12 months like I've seen like there's just the, the turnover and people that are leaving companies so quickly lately. I'd love to get back to where people stay with the company for 10, 15. You know, my, my father-in-law is going to retire next year um, and he'll be there for 42 years. I mean, that's just unheard of now. So I'd love to see if we can get back to that where people truly feel valued and stick with a company for the long term. So uh, it'd be really fun to kind of change that culture back to how it used to be and where people truly love a company and want to stick with them from the long haul and, and just make it happen. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I love that. You know, one thing that I was thinking about when, when you're at a, a job and maybe this is a little bit of a controversial subject, but you know, there's, there's that feel of leaving your personal life at home and, and picking up the, the company life when you, you know, as soon as you walk through the doors and regardless of what people's thoughts are on that, I feel like it's really hard to leave everything from home um, at, at home. There's always going to be something working for a company is a huge part of people's lives. They'll spend so much of their time working for a company. And I, along the lines of what you were saying, I think it's important for companies to provide resources and tools to allow employees to take care of those other things that, that are on their mind. For my side of things, one of the, the, the areas that we see is like 
financial wellness, like for example, right? Yeah. But I think there's a lot of other areas as well that employers can bring some value that can help mitigate some of those concerns and those things that bring anxiety to employees. And, and I think it all comes back to that value that we discussed earlier is just caring and trying to, you know, provide, um, you know, supporting and, and caring about the employees. When you're hiring someone, uh, obviously you have to put something aside. You don't want to bring them into the workplace, but, uh, I think if you set the expectations up front properly that, uh, and then hold them accountable to those expectations, it doesn't matter if they've got, you know, a kid's soccer game to run to, or, you know, they're, you know, today my, my uh, 11 year old uh, broke his, his arm playing football and he has to go get uh, his stitches removed. So he's like super nervous. So like being able to understand that, you know, people have lives outside of work and letting them do those things. But, also, at the same time, you, you got to be, you know, a manager and, and own that uh, you've got a company that you're running or whatever it may be. But uh, you've set those expectations. And along though, they're hitting those expectations and doing what they're supposed to, you know, let them have a little bit of freedom. You know, if they want to work from home one day or half day at the office, half day at home, I mean, whatever it may be. I would say it's kind of being appreciative of what people have going on outside of life, but then still holding them accountable to, to work hand in hand together. I think goes really far. So. This is a great place to wrap up. Any closing thoughts that you have that you would you would leave leaders, companies, business owners, HR managers that that you would kind of wrap things up with? I kind of like what uh, you said with uh, your kids, right? You know, meet me in the middle, and so I would say that's a great way to manage people. My my management style has always been, you know, connect, coach, and hold accountable. And so the more I can connect with them up front, set those expectations. And then I can coach them along the way and cheer them on with everything they're doing to make sure they feel recognized and that uh, we care about them. And then, you know, there's, there's that discipline that uh, some people hate, but it's a part of life. You got to be held accountable. And so hold them accountable to those expectations that you set up front and just really do everything you can to get them to their goals and where they want to be in life. Um, and it's going to benefit you at the same time. So that karma is going to kick back and uh, life's going to be good for both you and the employee. And you guys can go on accomplishing your goals together. So I, I would say you can kind of do it as a team. Great words of advice. I love it. Well, Jordan, it's been awesome. I really appreciate your time and, and, you know, taking some time and offering your, your thoughts. And I think this is really valuable information. I think this is, it, it's, it's a great perspective to look at. So hopefully we can have you join us again and, and uh, love to hear your thoughts at another time. But once again, thank you so much for joining yeah, thanks for having me. It's always uh, great to connect with you, Mike. So uh, anything I can do to help out, uh, just always let me know. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance offered through CUI Wealth Management, CUI Wealth Management, LLC, and Woodbury Financial Services, Inc. are not affiliated entities. Jordan Bogard and Eddie HR are not affiliated with CUI Wealth Management or Woodbury Financial Services, Inc. CUI Wealth Management is located at 5965 South, 900 East, Suite 150, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84121.